Hi, welcome to the Victor Podcast. I'm not sure how to introduce this episode. Um, I, I keep kind of losing confidence when we're about to do it. So to kick it off properly, I'll probably just, after this bit, insert um, a new number of clips um, that are my favourite quotes from films and TV just because I can't be asked doing a theme tune or any kind of catchphrase that I record and then play before every episode so I'm just going to play that and then get straight into the episode okay so see you in well I don't know how many seconds because I don't know how long I'm going to make it go after this clip Back again no um, uh, introduction either, no special introduction, read favourite quotes and an audio of favourite scenes from movies and TV and games to introduce the episode because I realised it was ill-advised and a complete waste of time. So <laughs> so I'm just going to have to do my best and go for the top, from the top. Um, and I've already made a mistake. Anyway. Um, yeah, um, there is a certain genre of video games, um, because I've been playing Dark Souls recently, so it's that kind of fantasy genre of swords and sorcery and stuff. Um, uh, so, I've been playing Dark Souls, it's awesome, but one of the most difficult games I've ever played and I'm not good at games but that doesn't mean that it's not difficult and it's just me finding it hard it is really difficult in fact it's taken me about nine hours probably um, to get through one part of one level and, uh, and that's the undead bird because you go up there in the castle and fighting the hollows which are like zombies basically um, isn't difficult but then you have to fight the Taurus demon that's really difficult because the area they have to fight him in is only one way in and one way out because you can't get through the other way and the area you have to fight him on is a bridge between two towers on the castle. Now you can climb up the la- a ladder onto the top terrace bit of one of the towers, but that's it. So, um, um, sorry, I'm just plugging in the charger. The laptop was running out of chat. Um, and the Taurus demon is huge as well. So you haven't got a lot of space to fight in. But I've realised the main way I had to kill him was to climb up the ladder to, to the top of one of the towers and just jump off and do a diving attack. Because this is a really cool attack you can do where if you're in midair falling down onto a boss 
I assume it's on their boss, you might be able to do it on just a henchman. But on the boss, you can do a better attack going down, and then when you land on him, do more attacks as you run down. So that's cool. But the Taurus Demon is terrifying. <laughs> I have, honestly, the first time I saw the Taurus Demon, it was so scary. I've never been more scared of a boss than in Dark Souls because the bosses are terrifying. Basically, right, when I bought Dark Souls, I bought the limited edition version. So, with it came the game, a book of artwork, um, a behind the scenes DVD, which I haven't watched yet, and a disc with the soundtrack on, which is also really good. Um, and honestly, looking through that art book, I'm terrified because I'm thinking, soon I'm going to have to fight that enemy in the game. And they are really scary, but really imaginative as well. Um, the Taurus Demon wasn't so imaginative because it was just a big, hairy ogre thingy with horns. So it was basically like a bull thing with a club as well, like most enemies so far have. Actually, no, that's not fair. Uh, the two enemies I have faced so far, the two bosses, sorry. Well, two of them. Actually, I faced three, so, and two of those did have clubs, but the third one was just like this weird warthog thing with armor on. Um, and the cool thing is, right, um, the two, sort of, everybody's game world kind of collides and spills over in it, other people's, because you can leave messages and when someone else plays through that part of the game they'll see that message in their game and be able to read it so you can so it's really really cool actually because you can be about to go into a room and then there'll be a message on the floor which is sort of like a marking a general marking and then you can press A to read what they've typed and it'll, the message will say something like danger monster ahead or some shit and you'll be terrified because you'll be thinking people who play Dark Souls are genuine, genu generally quite good at games and if they're scared what am I going to do against? So that's cool um, and th that, that feature of the game is it's been quite funny in some parts because there's an NPC well there is NPCs around generally not in dangerous parts of the game but ones that you can sort of trade with and talk to and they'll give you tips and there's this one guy at the beginning of the undead berg after you leave the first level where everyone starts out at which is the undead asylum because you play as somebody who is a zombie basically but they have their wits about them you, they can like wield weapons and stuff they're not just like shambling along and biting people but they do look all red and wrinkly and rock. But anyway, the the message read fatty ahead. And I walked ahead and there was a huge fat NPC who I had a bit of a disagreement with and killed. But um it's there's really weird quirks to the game. Like for example, there is a merchant in the Undeadberg who has 
So yeah, quite a good shop. You can buy chain mail armor and stuff off him, which I found real, real useful when I was spending my nine hours trying to fight that Taurus demon going back and forward. But I ended up getting angry at him because he's really annoying and killed him um, and got a sword which is the best sword I've used in Dark Souls so far called, I think it's called the Uchi Katana which is a katana but huge so huge that at the moment my character isn't strong enough to wield it with one hand it can only wield it with two hands but it is awesome really really long big katana it makes these big deep cuts like really long cuts um, and I'm finding that really useful so it shows that killing random NPCs pays like on Skyrim if you see someone with like a really awesome like hammer or whatever you can just think right I'm killing him and I'm gonna take that hammer and there's no two ways of going but yeah Skyrim people have sort of got this impression that the Elder Scrolls game especially Skyrim are like the best fantasy games ever but Skyrim it's got that initial magic and you love it at first and then you realize eventually that like the main quest and the important quest chains like that are aside to that like the assassin guild ones so they're cool but then when you get into the random little side quests like um uh with just random npcs they get really boring and it gets boring quickly because after you've finished you know killing all the dragons and all that cool shit then the, the the side quests are just like oh yeah deliver this bit of bread to this man in white run or something and I just got bored with it and I thought I'm not going to spend a million more hours on this when nothing really to do apart from run around in the countryside getting attacked by trolls um, that stuff's cool where you can just kind of mess around in the open world and just find out what happens but there's only so much of that you can do before you just think what am I doing just walking around doing nothing because that's that's the thing you can enjoy doing nothing in that game for a while and then you start to realize you start to resent it you start to think I'm getting nothing productive out of this at all just you know but I did love that game at first and now I've really fallen out with it and I probably won't play it again for ages until I think actually I think I want to kill a saber cat and then go back to it but I've made the decision to go back to it when the dawn guard DLC comes out because that looks awesome but kind of wish they'd put that in in the original game but it like uh, I have this. I have a friend at karate, at my karate lessons, who enjoys Skyrim and stuff. And he said the same thing. Um, but he's also said that he thinks Bethesda are tracking his thoughts because at the exact moment where he thought, actually, this is getting boring. There's no side quest to do. I'm sick of it now. They brought out this amazing DLC where it's like, no, it's not boring anymore. We've got vampires and crossbows and dragons that can swim uh, 
so yeah it's weird when you get that because I find that as well that sometimes when I think of something like oh I wish this would happen all of a sudden it happens and I'm thinking am I somehow broadcasting my thoughts anyway um, well I suppose I am when I'm recording this yeah that's weird isn't it it's meta inception anyway um, so I've completely forgot what it was oh yeah um, side missions generally side missions tend to be really boring in games like I know it's a big trope of fantasy RPGs and stuff um, and I do play those a lot but sometimes I just find side missions so boring but some of the side missions so you find some games where they've really worked hard on it so the main mission is really exciting and so is the side missions like I know this is out the topic was supposed to be fantasy but Batman that's a sort of they're sort of sci-fi games more than fantasy Batman Arkham City that's vaguely open world and vaguely free roam and the main quest in that is one of the best I've ever played and the side missions are the best side missions I've ever played that's generally, genuinely one of my favourite games because the side missions are actually worth playing because you don't get things out of it in the same way as fantasy games get things out of side missions like experience and stuff, well you do that but some random egg that you can hatch to be some kind of crazy little thing that will help you it's more you get enjoyment out of it rather than stuff for your character because the side missions have been really excellently well written like um, I remember playing a side mission where it was based around an enemy that based itself on the Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland one of the best side missions I've ever played that was insane like I was just it, it kind of tricks you as well because you think it's just going to be a normal boring old pick up this thing and then take it here and then it just all goes mental and then all of a sudden you're in first person view waking up with a mask around your face obstructing your view and you're sitting at a table with clearly the convicts that you usually fight but they've got weird evil looking rabbit masks on as well and they're chained up and they look dead but they're sitting up in the table and the mad heart is sitting at the end of the table you know it's crazy you sort of something puts you in this weird dream world and you have to fight through it and there's clocks and it's all really Alice in Wonderland but really gothic and creepy and it's awesome Um, but yeah Dark Souls has kind of turned me into a different kind of geek than I already was like I wasn't the kind of geek I was a geek but not the kind of geek that knows every the name of every weapon and boss in the in the game. I don't know the name of every weapon and boss in the game, but I know the names of the weapons and some of the bosses. That's the point. Like you hear some people talking about Call of Duty, and they get so into it that they know the names of the weapons. And I'm just like, that's too complicated for me. I don't know the names of the weapons. And I just refer to the one them as the ones with the machine gun. <laughs> Like, they're all talking about, like, KB4 or some shit. So you can tell I don't play Call of Duty. 
and I'm just like, yeah, the one that fires all them bullets. <laughs> like, I don't know anything about Call of Duty though, because I don't play it, I find it boring. So, so boring. Like, they're all the same. Throughout the whole game, it's all the same. It's, yeah. It's just not very interesting. I mean, I like shooters, but I just don't like Call of Duty. I know that's probably going to cause some controversy. Controversy, but I don't care. Come get me. Anyway, um, I've just kind of called out all of the Call of Duty fans there. And that might be dangerous for my health because there is a lot of them. And there's only so much three years of karate and boxing training can do for you. Um, I don't think I could hold off three million people. Or more than that, probably. Um, but they may not be inspired to protect their franchise after the travesty that was the E3 conference on the latest Call of Duty game. I actually like the fact that they were putting robots and crazy sci-fi shit in it because that actually like makes it better, like more interesting rather than just drive through this dusty area and shoot these men. Um, although the E3 conference was pretty much more of the same like just yeah shoot these men even though there may be robots in it uh, anyway I'm not going to talk about E3 because when I listen to podcasts I hate it when they talk about E3 it just gets really boring for some reason I'd rather just watch the videos myself rather than hear them talk about it so I'm really happy when podcasts go back to the normal stuff that isn't about E3 I actually get annoyed at E3 time because I think that's all video gaming will be about for a week or two and it'll be really boring because I just like seeing stuff as they come out and going oh wow look at that awesomeness although Watch Dogs did look awesome and I'm super excited for that but I hope it's multi-platform because I've got a few oh no yeah it is yeah I had a feeling it was the Sony de- the Sony conference thing but not at Ubisoft but yeah, Watch Dogs would look awesome. There's a lot of stuff coming out recently where I think I'm going to buy that day one release because it looks awesome. Anyway, I'm supposed to be talking about the fantasy genre of video games. But I've kind of gone off and rambled about other stuff because I can't think of anything more to talk about on the fantasy genre apart from the fact that um, Dark Souls is better than Skyrim. Sorry, I know that's going to cause trouble. Um, but it is because the combat is also much more interesting because in Skyrim um, it's basically like here's a sword or a big hammer smash someone in the head with it but it won't seem to have any impact because that's what it's like when you play it when you hit someone with the hammer you can't it doesn't really feel like there's a lot of weight to that hammer. It just feels like you've hit them with it and they have gone down and died. But it doesn't feel like it's done much anyway. Um, and you might be, hear, be able to hear my dogs barking in the background. So I apologise. Um, I might end, end the recording this really abruptly because people may come in to the house after being out. And I don't know to think. I'm talking to myself, and I'm just going to check the window to see if the back. Sorry, just.
Yeah, people are back, so that's 